If you live in the dark long enough, you start to forget what light looks like, what it feels like. You may remember it in an academic sense, illumination, a possible source of heat. But after a while, those abstract memories are all you have left, and they're worth less than the memory of water to a man dying of thirst. I didn't know how long I'd been in the dark. Long enough for most of the pain to fade into dull aches, though the latest batch of bruises would still have been visible, if anything had been visible. Long enough that I couldn't remember what shade of gray the walls were. Long enough that when the light came on without warning, it blinded me, even through my closed eyelids. I'd lost all sense of time. I didn't know when I'd last showered or eaten or needed the toilet in the corner of my cell. I didn't know when I'd last heard a human voice, but I remembered the last voice I'd heard, and I knew what the sudden light meant. Light meant a visitor, and visitors meant pain. The door creaked open, and my pulse leaped painfully, fear like a bolt of lightning straight to my heart. I clung to that one erratic heartbeat, riding the flow of adrenaline because I hadn't felt anything but the ache of my own wounds in days. If not for the pain, I couldn't have sworn I was still alive. Corey Daniels, rise and shine. Milligan was on duty, which meant it was daytime. Outside, anyway. In the basement, it was always night. There were no exterior windows and no light until someone flipped a switch. The dark and I used to be friends. No, lovers. When I was alone, I walked around naked just to feel it on my skin, cool and calm, and more intimate than any hand that had ever touched me. The dark was alive, and it was seductive. We used to slide in and out of one another, the shadows and I, always touching, caressing. Sometimes I couldn't tell where the dark ended and I began, and at some point, I decided that division didn't really exist. I was the dark and the dark was me. But the darkness in the basement was different. It was false, broken, weakened by infrared lights I couldn't see, but I could feel blazing down on me, caging me, draining me. The shadows were dead, and touching them was like touching the stiff limbs of a lover's corpse. Corey, Milligan said again, and I struggled to focus on him, on my own name. The guard's shift change had become the ticking of my mental clock, the only method I had of measuring time. But my clock skipped beats. Hell, sometimes it skipped entire days. If there was a pattern to the granting of meals and showers and company, I hadn't figured it out. They came when they came. But mostly, they didn't. I didn't sit up when Milligan came in. I didn't even open my eyes because I didn't have to. I hadn't sworn an oath to him, and I hadn't been ordered to obey him, so participation was at my discretion, and I wasn't feeling very discretionary. I rolled onto my stomach on my mattress, eyes still squeezed shut, trying not to imagine how I must look after all this time. Skinny, bruised, tangled, and dirty. Clad only in the same underwear I'd been wearing for days, at least, because humiliation was a large part of my sentence, and I hadn't been granted the privilege of real clothing. My period hadn't come, which meant I wasn't imagining not being fed regularly. And water came rarely enough that I'd decided I wasn't being kept alive so much as I was being slowly killed.
I'd been a bad, bad girl. Corey, did you hear me? Milligan asked. I'd had no problem with him on the outside. He'd respected me. At least he'd respected the fact that the boss valued me. Milligan had never gotten grabby, and he'd only leered when he thought I wasn't looking. That was practically chivalry on the west side of the city. Now I hated him. Milligan hadn't put me in the basement, in that rotten fucking cell of a room. But he'd kept me there, and that was enough. If I got the chance, if I ever got out and regained my strength, I'd put a bullet in him. I'd have to, just to show Jake Tower that I was down but not out. Beaten, but not broken. Milligan would be expecting it, just like I would, in his position. The door creaked open wider and I buried my face in the crook of my arm, nose pressed into the dirty mattress, braced for whatever would come.